Hello, everybody, and welcome to Late Night Football. Welcome to our weekly transfer show. It's not weekly, really, but uh, we're trying to get back, get back, catch back up to it. So uh, this is sort of our transfer roundup show, and I've got a full house today, actually. Uh, I've got quite a few people joining. We've got uh, back from the beach, uh, Nishikan joining us. Nishikan, welcome once again. Thanks, thanks, Ray. Glad to be here again. Yeah. Are you actually on a, in a beach area, or are you just like that? Nope. <laughs> I, I I'd be in August, but in August, uh, no, right now, yeah. He's, he's smoking a Cuban cigar. Did you not see that? Oh, he is. Oh, no, I was I was vaping actually. Yeah, he vapes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that is would be legal there. That that would be something though if he was. Um, but yeah, well, he's just getting the practice in for the beach, I guess. Uh, but it's great <laughs> to have you. We've also got Gaurav back on the show as well after vacation. Gaurav, welcome. Nice to have you again. Thank you, right? Yeah, it's always good to be on the show. Yeah, it's, it's great. Yeah, it's always nice to have you as well. And of course, we've got uh, Ratnesh back on the show as well after a while. Uh, Ratnesh, welcome as well. Again, pleasure to have hello. you. Hello, hello, Rohit. Yes. It's nice to be back. It is, definitely is. Yes, right. All right, so let's get right into it. And we'll, because you've got Ratnesh, we'll start with some with Liverpool news. Uh, Mo Salah signing, signing a new contract. I think that's what Ratnesh wanted to do on the show. He wanted to be like, yeah, Mo Salah signing a new contract. <laughs> no, so, no, to uh, be honest. It, to be honest, it was the latest news before the video that came in regarding Ronaldo. <laughs> and I wanted to see what people are saying about it. Oh, really? Oh, okay. Is there another rumor about Ronaldo going to Liverpool? No, uh, the rumor <laughs> that he has been asked to leave if the offer is right. I think that's what Ratnesh is probably. Yeah, yeah. He, he himself put in the request. That's what has been circulating in the internet yeah. today, today. Right now, actually, like 15 minutes back. Oh, okay. like Ronaldo... Yeah, he wants to play for a Champions League club for the remainder of his career and something mm-hmm. like that. Interesting. Yeah, uh, well, let's talk the- about that as well, but we'll start. I will do Mo Salah first. Um, just because you know, yeah. Well. but yeah, um, important important for Liverpool to get his contract Very... soon, I guess, because they lost uh, Mane, lost Minamino, Origi. They probably need to keep him. Definitely, what a piece of work from Liverpool! It was so important, so important to have him. Sign two, three years. I don't care. He should be up. He has to stay. You know, while uh, the other players are still gelling in and uh, producing what Mane and Salah and Firmino did for these years, right? So, in order to replicate that, someone has to be there in the form of Salah or Firmino. Salah definitely. So, yeah, big news. Very, very happy about it. Yeah, since Champions League final, I think this is the first piece of news that has really, you know, lightened me up. In some time. <clears throat> Definitely. I'm um, going speaking about the sign the 350,000 pounds a week makes him uh, Liverpool's most expensive, most highest paid player uh, in history. Uh, there's always an issue. We can refer to Aubameyang, we can refer to other players as well. When they get a new big contract, uh, suddenly they stop performing Martial as well, some might say. Um, do you think that is a danger with, with Salah as well? This is the last big contract of his career, to be honest. I don't think he's going to get another big contract after this unless he asks to leave or whatever. But do you think there will be a chance where it, maybe, maybe performances might drop? Maybe something, you think that, that's, that's a risk? And is that a risk worth taking for Liverpool? I, I think definitely, especially, you know, with Mane leaving. Liverpool uh, uh, couldn't have taken a chance, you know, him leaving as well. And especially, he had only one year remaining in, on his contract, I think. And uh, they couldn't have let him live on free next season. So, if he didn't sign that contract, they would have probably sold him this season itself. So, and he's, you know, the kind of player he is probably, you know, or you could say argue, arguably you know, in the top three players in the league or probably the world as well. So, definitely, you know, worth a point. And even, you know, if Liverpool offered him 400k as well, I would have still said, you know worth that much as well. Yeah. I do think he's worth the risk. Um, the only yeah. thing is it is a risk. Uh, but the know, only thing is that, you know, the, he was kind of off form for the you know last second, second. part of the season. Mm-hmm. He struggled yeah. a bit. That is the only issue I have. But I think uh, they have, uh, Liverpool have, you know, regenerated the, their attack. They have signs of good press. I think he'll find his form again. Yeah. Well, and the good thing, of course, from Salah's point of view, I don't know whether he'll see it as a positive, but it's the fact he won't be playing the World Cup this year. So he'll be getting that time off in December when everybody else will probably be playing. So I'm sure he would have wanted to play in the World Cup, but uh, at least that would be something of benefit to Liverpool. Um, let's talk about the Ronaldo stuff because I just I didn't read about that just as I was getting on preparing for the show, but I'm seeing it now. 
Um, so it, it's reportedly, and it's coming from Mirror and the mails, the Daily Mail, which are not exactly very reliable sources. So I haven't seen anything. So I'm gonna, well, we're gonna have to, uh, we're gonna have to see whether that's true or not. But if that is true, Nishka, do you think that? I mean, I have my views as a United fan, of course, on this, but I'll come to you first. Um, do you think it is that, um, do you think it is feasible that he might want to leave? And do you think that it's something that United should look at and to say, well, yeah, maybe, well, maybe, yeah, you can leave or maybe say, no, you signed a contract, so you should stay? Well, I, it wouldn't be very surprising if Ronaldo wants to leave because he's used to playing, you know, at the top level. He wants to, he probably, definitely wants to play in UCL. Right. So maybe that's probably a motivation why he wants to leave, if he wants to leave. But like you said, the sources that are being that are reporting this are uh, fairly unreliable, uh, Mirror and Sun and 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 and, and so forth. So uh, you know, uh, I think it should be this news should be taken with a pinch of salt. But uh, uh, going by what we had been hearing, what we have been hearing. Uh, you know, from Ronaldo, uh, sorry, not uh, from United so, uh, sources, uh, that definitely Ten Hag wants to keep United, uh, Ronaldo, and United are very, uh, you know, strongly convinced that Ronaldo would stay next season. Uh, I don't know how true. I, I I don't believe that this might be true, but I won't totally be surprised if this is. And uh, it, it might like if if United sign a good striker, then you know. You know, it wouldn't really be that bad of a deal for United to let Ronaldo go, maybe maybe get some money for him. But, you know, there aren't a lot of clubs that can afford a player like Ronaldo, right? Because his salary would be uh, among the, you know, higher bracket. So there are a very few clubs that can afford Ronaldo, uh, maybe City, PSG, likes of that. And I don't think they, I mean, you know, I, I don't know. I mean, PSG, uh, it looks like PSG might be letting Neymar go. So who knows if they might, you know, come for Ronaldo. But it doesn't look like there would be many clubs interested in Ronaldo and uh, e e even less who can actually afford him. Yeah. So it, it might just be, uh, you know, yeah. a rumor. I don't think United are going to sign a striker, to be honest. I don't think they're the money. To sign a striker, to be honest, so I don't think that's going to happen. Uh, so definitely, they'll want him to stay. The, th the issue I is think, who would want him, and I think that's yeah. a big thing because I don't think City want him. I don't. Well, a lot of club would want him. I don't. Yeah, think I, the only I, club, the only club that I interested apparently is Chelsea. Well, that's a question with Nishikan. Would 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 Nishikan want? I haven't him? heard if Chelsea were. I mean, there could be tier two, tier three sources saying that Chelsea might be interested, like they have been uh, saying about Neymar as well. I haven't really heard from any credible source saying that Chelsea are interested in Ronaldo. I mean, everyone would be interested in Ronaldo. The thing is, uh, can you afford him? Right? If, if, if it comes to the fact that he's open and available uh, during the summer transfer window, a lot of clubs would be interested. But how many can realistically afford him? And I, I'm not sure if Chelsea are the club that can realistically afford him. I think they can have just released out Lukaku's wages, um, you know, that and then maybe add a few, you know, some change from somewhere else. And, you know, I, mean, I know Lukaku is not the kind of money that he's on, but uh, that might be possible. But um, what have you were saying before we interrupt? I think uh, Ronaldo's situation is kind of similar to, you know, Lewandowski. He like, you know, he's not really interested to stay at the club, but, you know, he doesn't know where he can move. Lewandowski is kind of in the similar situation, you know, he wants to play for Barca, but I don't think they are really in the position to afford him. At the moment, no. Um, but there was yeah. talk about, well, I think Chelsea, again, interesting Lewandowski as well. I think Lewandowski would be a better signing for Chelsea than Ronaldo, to be honest. I think that they could do with... Yeah, the definitely. Yeah, he's, he could be cheaper and, you know, I think he still has more years to give Chelsea. Oh, I think Bayern are, Bayern are asking 75 million or something for Lewandowski. I don't think... No, I mean, that might be the full package. I also don't think he suits... He will suit our formation. I mean, I, I really don't want to... Uh, don't want us to buy a traditional number nine. They don't work for us. It's and I was just, going to ask Nishal, what striker suits Chelsea's formation? Because I think that's the main <laughs> that doesn't suit Chelsea. The strikers that suit Chelsea are like Drogba and Diego Costa. Right. Those kind of strikers suit Chelsea. Well, Otherwise, we might as well are, go with a mobile uh, front three. Because a traditional striker like Lewandowski will not suit Chelsea. That That's just a fact. I think he'll suit a very few... 
you know few number of clubs barca might be one of them because uh, of the way he plays and, and and mostly because of the way tukel plays i don't think lewandowski is the uh, right choice for us so we should uh, be at least 10 foot pole away from lewandowski or any any, any traditional striker this summer sterling sterling would suit your playing style i think yeah well, it- Hello. Premier League player anymore? Yeah, I mean, I think Lukaku is one of those players where, you know, if you're in a club where the expectations aren't so high, like a West Brom, like an Everton, like Inter Milan, he 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 would probably do well uh, because we have seen what happened with him at Manchester. When the spotlight is at him, he tends to not do so well. I mean, doesn't mean he's a bad striker. He's a good striker, but maybe he's not like really cut out for that kind of high level wherein you're the main man and everyone's looking at you that kind of pressure maybe he cannot uh, handle but still he's a good striker uh, i think he would do a lot better at inter this season I-, i hope so he does so we can sell him for good money next season but i think he would he's a lot more suited for a club like let's say a club like arsenal than he is for a uh, club like man united city or chelsea and why why would you come to that conclusion why arsenal because uh... well because uh, you know no one is expecting arsenal to challenge for title not right now of course i mean ha not, not right now if if arsenal were if arsenal were at a position of manchester city right now let's say they had been winning titles after title he would not be able to do well at arsenal right that focus right. is what i'm trying to say you know when you're the main man and the limelight is on you that you have to take this club forward to win the title that's where lukaku falters he goes to spurs he'll do really well he goes right. to everton he'll do really well right right well, sorry, he, goes that, um... he goes to city united he'll not do well united you know in fact their fans may not be that optimistic about them when winning the title in next let's say couple of years but the media pressure at united would still be very high everyone would one would be scrutinizing everything lukaku does and that's when he falters he's well, not that fair, kind of to be fair when lukaku did join united there was hopes that they would challenge for the title because jose mourinho was there at the time they were supposed to uh, but you know it didn't work out anyway sorry about that i don't know what recording has been happening like basically my computer just froze completely so i don't know if, if what we did before got recorded or not but we'll continue and hopefully um it, it continues to record it's been recording now but i hope that when you guys were on and i was not it was still recording but i have no idea um if what was it did stop in between i, I, oh, I don't know okay. how much it recorded and at what yeah. point let, let let's hope that the ones before that before my, my screen froze um, that it was still recorded let's hope so um but we'll see we'll see what happens uh anyway we'll carry on um let's talk about uh that deal which allison done deal to spurs as well 50 million pounds plus another 10 million add-ons and uh, spurs doing some really good business um but this you think it's a, um i mean it's is it a good deal is it one that uh, do you think it was overpriced do you think it's this the right sort of deal for spurs to do uh, i i'm not worried about the price the price looks fine to me but the number of players that they've signed and they already have bergwijn they have lucas they have son they have kulusevski 
they have kane as well now five plus a six richarlison i mean i'm just thinking about steven bergwijn i thought this this season probably would have been his uh, breakthrough season with conte involved i mean the leaving. coming the upcoming season he is leaving he's apparently i actually i'm only interested in him so he might. right right so if he's leaving then yeah richarlison fits in and then uh, we have to see if uh, conte shifts to a front three or still the front two and how he works with that it's i don't know where do you think he'll start on the left or he'll start up front for kane when kane is resting how would how do you think he'll uh, i i'm not sure about i, that. I think lucas mora mora kind of player is the one who would be relegated to the bench if richarlison is to sign he's already been I, benched no lucas yeah, mora hasn't yeah but much. i mean that, that can, because the thing is right in they have kane they have son they do not have anyone who can back them up right and when son got injured spurs really suffered last season right mm-hmm. so they they definitely needed that a backup right who could do that and richarlison he, he he's a proven goal scorer right so i wouldn't say he's overpriced he's a goal scorer so 50 million you know that that's a that that's a lot of money but that's probably uh, you know a right amount of money that spurs have spent at the spendal uh on, on a lot of good players this season so definitely i i think uh you know from from you i mean obviously the season hasn't started so we can't really objectively comment on anything but uh, you know just just going by the transfer window they are probably the winners of the transfer window they have signed a re- uh, lot of uh, good players on paper at least uh, including richarlison and richarlison gives that kind of you know flexibility to uh, you know uh, the coach antonio conte that he could play three up front right and if it does go for three up front then it would be kane son richarlison right on kane being central and the either of those uh, you know on the either uh, on the both wings so that that's uh, probably what would what it would be plus even if they go for two at the front whether son gets gets injured whether kane gets injured they still have a quality backup which they did not have uh, you know last season and seasons before that so from that standpoint i think richarlison was a much needed needed signing someone with like a richarlison was a much needed signing and spurs ha- identified that and have definitely gone ahead and uh, you know uh, bought players that they desperately they really needed Uh, this season even uh, who bisaka be uh, was it bisaka they signed or who, who was it the midfield bisuma 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 sorry bisuma ah bisaka is uh, right back from united <laughs> yeah they can actually uh, yeah they also got perisic so you know so perisic. oh yeah, yeah perisic got perisic yeah. as well they definitely so have no. perisic Yeah. Oh my god. You know this reminds me of the season you know when they sold Bale and they signed three or four different players and none of them worked out. ரிசாலிசன் who have done well for their club i think so I, i think richarlison is good but like he is he has that inconsistent you know he's like he's good in patches and then he goes off for you know off form for four or five games uh, mm-hmm. lamela was kind of similar he was very highly rated when they signed him you yeah. know and erickson was the only yeah. player that worked out for them so uh, the similar pattern could be repeated this season as well it's possible yeah i don't think they're going to win anything this season but i'm i'm thinking that they are definitely going to finish in top 4 at the expense of yeah. either chelsea or arsenal or both yeah, yeah. i mean on paper I, I they think, have think, a really good team i think yeah i think they could be top 3 as well might even and they have a really good manager that's what comes that's what yeah. they have a very good team a brilliant manager yeah conte yeah. has beaten pep guardiola to a league title before ஒரு 
they probably get a win you know home or away at city or home or away at chelsea and arsenal then you know we can count on a dvd coming soon so. <laughs> well to be fair they didn't lose to liverpool or city last season home and away mm. they, they, they actually beat city that twice yeah they beat city they twice they didn't lose to liverpool, liverpool. yeah exactly so you know what um they, 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 they could be one to watch out for next season but anyway we'll do a preview show and we'll know more about it there but you know what yeah we should all just say city are going to win the league and the champions league that's the best way to, to look at it yes yeah you know <laughs> you put that all that pressure on city and that's the best way anyway uh let's move on i'm not going to spend too much time on this because there's a couple of things that i do want to talk about uh today last year another confirmed uh well not confirmed yet officially but fabrizio romano did give the here we go uh so that one is done united finally sent a player Maybe not one on the one that we're all hoping for. We're not going to talk about he who shall not be named uh, yet because that's quite boring. But um, <laughs> uh, got up uh, 15 million euros uh, plus two million add-ons. So this, I mean, uh, maybe left back wasn't a top priority at the moment for for United, but some might say that maybe they did need a new left back. Um, it's a good deal. I think it's a, it's a good value deal for United. Maybe not maybe not the ability of the player might be different, but uh, value-wise at least it's a good deal. Yep, you know, finally the kind of player that most of the fans were complaining, you know, not a really, you know, high-profile signing, and mm-hmm. finally a sensible signing, as most of the United fans would say. And I think it's a good signing, a good player, and uh, also, you know, will provide the cover. And you know, you might even don't even know. Might yeah, I'm actually more excited. This one. I'm actually more excited that we made this sign than the than the other one. Um, yeah, say the other one because uh, I really don't want to take his name. Um, but yeah, uh, so I, I think I'm excited because it was a quick deal. They kind of uh, stole him from Leon. That will be a theme, by the way, stealing players. Transfer. <laughs> talk about that. Um, so they did that, and it's a nice little cheap deal that they did. So, so I'm excited. And I, I think yeah. we have discussed this in previous episodes as well. That you know, the United should be looking at these kind of deals. You know, yeah. not really big profile names, which haven't mm-hmm. really worked out for them in the you know last couple of, couple of seasons and players mm-hmm. who could be good for them right now. So this is kind of the deal. Yeah, I'm sure. I think it's a really good deal. I'm sure most people have not seen much of Malaysia anyway. To make a comment, yeah. I did see him at the Conference League final because I did watch that. Um, and uh, I don't even so he's still a bit raw. He still needs a little bit of work. So I don't think he's a finished article by any means. So, but let's let's see what Tenard can do. Uh, let's continue. We'll talk about Chelsea's. Uh, we'll talk about Chelsea's transfer. Oh, shit again. Oh, is everyone there online? So you know there were a lot of like uh, last month, completely uh, the complete June. We were busy sorting out the internal structure of the club, the board, the sea sea level, and the uh, you know downwards and everything. Right. So that costed us one month. And then we have a new owner who has his ideas that are untested when it comes to European football. Uh, And he's trying to, uh, you know, kind of try that out and see how that works. So there's a learning curve for him as well. We don't really have a a, a director of football or or a technical director in the sense that, you know, who has experience of doing those things. Marina has left. Right. And obviously, Bohli is the interim one until we find someone and he's trying to do his own thing. So, that, that, you know, these all have a cumulative effect on why we are having a pathetic transfer window. We haven't really been able to sign anyone. I mean, preseason has already started at Chelsea and we don't really have anyone. I'm kind of, uh, you know, I'm, I'm disappointed, but not but I think the, the the silver lining is that you know maybe players like Harvey Vale and 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 Conor Gallagher and and you know your um, you know Broha these kind of uh, and and even our what's the Scottish guy Gilmore uh, you know these kind of players can get a look at and uh, you know during the preseason and maybe maybe we'll find that you know maybe that you know we we may not need as many players as we initially thought. But we definitely need an attacker, right? And and we that's why Bowley went really fast when it came to Rafinha. Obviously, the player doesn't want to come to us. Fair enough. He wants to go to Barca. You know, a lot of players want to go to Barca and Madrid. You know, regardless of whatever the financial situation might be, the club, the history and, and the pool that they have, they have. And it's it's bigger than, I think, any, any English club for that now. I don't think even... I mean, you, you you might, you know, if the player is hungry for money, then probably Chelsea, City, Manchester United, all of them can pay them money. But if they want to, you know, you know, if they look at the pool and traditional pool, then Barca and Real Madrid are probably ahead of any of the English clubs. 
uh, right now. So that, that's not too big of a surprise, but that's what happening. What, what I would ideally like to see is that Boli doesn't get hung up on you know, one or two signings or one or two negotiations and move forward. Looks like Sterling is a close deal. Yeah. I wouldn't really uh, count on it unless uh, you know, we see a here we go from Fabrizio. So I won't really uh, count on it, but that does look like it would, uh, you know, in in all uh, certainties would definitely happen. So let's see how that goes. And we definitely need another winger. I I think we are trying to, you know, one of the uh, players, either Pulisic or Werner would be part of a deal with uh, Delete or, you know, one of the, uh, you know, some other players. So definitely we have outgoings. Good thing is, Good thing with Boli is that he's making sure that the, those who haven't proved themselves are going off, right? The only uh, thing I, mean, I will say in Michigan is welcome to American ownership. This is what happens hmm. when you have American owners. Um, <laughs> the the, the, the good, thing, good thing there is that Roman had made sure by inserting the clause that he cannot still start taking dividends or selling stocks and those things. No, I'm, so I'm, 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 I'm sure it's going to be much better. Um, than yeah, that. thanks to Roman for that, for at least next 10 years. That's but lovely. let's see, I mean, I definitely, you know, I'm not blaming Boli. I mean, he's trying, right? Yeah, he's yeah, not course, like no. he. It's not like he Too early is who's like, you know, we can't spend or I'm not going to spend that amount of money. He's definitely looking for a uh, looking for signings and you know the, obviously he is legally obligated with that 1.75 billion that he has been you know mandated to spend uh, as per the you know the clause that Roman Abramovich has put down in the contract for sale so he's mandated with uh, because of that as well and it looks like he's actually trying he wants to make yeah. a marquee signing so that you know a, a Todd Bowley signing uh, signing that kind of kickstarts his era. He's definitely looking for that, but it's not going to be that easy. And he definitely needs to work fast and make sure that if something's not panning out, like in the case of Rafinha, move on and find another deal. Yeah. Speaking of Rafinha, um, Ritnesh, I mean, I know um, there is, of course, talk about Barcelona and Chelsea at the moment. So the way that it is right now is from what I've read is that Barcelona's bid officially has not been accepted yet. Um, it's still a bit gray area complication there that the player wants to go to Barcelona, Leeds don't want to accept that offer because it doesn't match Chelsea's offer. Um, and it makes sense, but obviously they want that as much money as they can get out of it. Um, but if Rafinha wants to go to Barcelona, do you think Chelsea, even if that offer was accepted, and even if, if Rafinha comes back and says, well, you know what, Barcelona didn't match my wages, so, uh, or didn't match, you know, Leeds didn't accept that offer, but do you think Chelsea should still say, well, let's walk away from that deal because you're not really interested in coming to us? And you're only coming to us because you can't get into the Barcelona. Do you think they should do that? Or do you think they would go, well, no, it doesn't matter. Everybody wants to go to Barcelona. So it didn't work out, but, you know, we'll, we'll take you and we'll try and, you know, if you're committed to the course, what do you think this, this whole approach should be? Uh, you're muted. Sorry. You're yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So I would just like to quote Klopp on this. He's said this before. If a player wants to play for us, then we'll go for him. If he doesn't want to play for us, we'll let him go. If he is a player, current player staying at the club or someone we're looking to sign. So if Rafinha has second thoughts about joining Chelsea, then Chelsea should avoid. Tuchel should really avoid. The whole management should avoid going for Rafinha. Only if Rafinha is, you know, he knows, okay, Chelsea finished third last season. They can compete for the league next year. And the whole world watches Premier League more. Barcelona is just starting to, you know, they're in the growing stage right now to come back on top right now. I don't know if we, even if they're going to do that or not. It's, you mean the Frankfurt, what they did to them in Europa League, just opened all our eyes, right? So, I think Rafinha should uh, go to Chelsea if he really wants to prove himself in the limelight that Premier League offers and yeah, become the star player that he can be. Rafinha, yeah. uh, people are telling me Rafinha and ZH have the same player profile. Is it so? I mean, I, I'm, I mean, if, if uh, ZH... I don't think so. I think they no. both left-footed. I think that's the only thing. They both left-footed right-wingers. But I don't. I yeah. think Ziyech is more creative. I think Rafinha is probably a little bit more direct. I, mean, I think, yeah. I mean, no. I think even Ziyech is pretty one-dimensional. Well, not one-dimensional. You know I mean, what Ziyech is going to do? He's going to cut on his left foot. He's going to curl it in. Yeah. You know, what's, <laughs> that's, that's what he does. And he's not the one to beat players, which Rafinha can. 
that's what i mean i mean the fitness mode right yeah and i i kind of understand where ratnesh is coming from a lot of chelsea fan will uh, probably agree to his view that if a player doesn't want to play for us you know move on and sign yeah. another one which is fair enough you know a lot of people would agree to that view uh, let me present a different one you know uh, if a player is professional enough you know he doesn't get if barca cannot match him the thing is rafinha hasn't said no to us you know they haven't stopped negotiating with us he's just waiting for barcelona to match that offer he he's okay with the personal offer that we have presented to him obviously leeds are okay with the offer that we have presented to them so i'm of the opinion that if barcelona cannot match him now obviously rafinha cannot be the priority we need to look at the alternative sources right now we cannot wait for him forever so we need to start looking at it but if he does you know does uh, if barca cannot match the offer i'll be very happy to have rafinha give us couple of years right if you do well we'll sell you off to barcelona for good money right so i'm i'm i'm, I'm not going down that route that uh, if a player doesn't want to play for us if he says no that you know i'd rather stay at uh, leeds than come to you fair enough right you don't want to join us fair enough but he's trying to get you know a lot of players i i think 80 80 85 90% of the players if you ask would you like to play for barcelona or real madrid they would say yes right that that's kind of the the power that those clubs have so i'm not going to blame him from for having barcelona as a dream club so but if that doesn't happen he comes to us he acts professionally gives his all uh, eden hazard wanted to play for Bar- uh, real madrid when in last year when he you know had clearly told us that he would not sign a contract he would go to real madrid still gave it his all he won us the europa league scored a goal in the final i think couple of goals uh, probably in the final uh, so if if we get that kind of player i'd be happy to sell him to barcelona in two years time no but, but nishant this could also become a case of say uh, lukaku 2.0 yeah i mean that that that's the thing yeah i mean that that really comes down to player right play it's more an individual thing lukaku is a cunt right doesn't mean uh, rafinha would we don't have sensor buttons here we don't have sensor but this is a family yeah. show this guy a family show <laughs> so uh, i think i, I think really i think this uh, you know uh, deco is his agent right and uh, yeah. yeah i think he has gotten involved a lot in the sale and yeah. maybe his promise that will get us off to the bracket just just right now i mean you you uh, i get your point that might as well happen what you're saying that very well could happen right but i again like i said it, it comes down to professionalism lukaku isn't a professional one right he definitely isn't so i'm not going to put uh, rafinha and lukaku in the same bracket uh, j- just right now Yeah. No, well, anyway, let's let's keep an eye on this one and see what happens. I mean, I think Barcelona, the problem is whether does where does the money, where do Barcelona get the money from? That's a big question. I'm not, I'm not going to try to ask <laughs> this here, but they sold uh, some TV rights, 10% of yes, TV rights. Yes. But that 10% of TV rights just means that now they can sell one and buy one instead of having yeah, that's what it, buy one. Yeah, they still do sell any one. They're selling they're selling Frankie De Jong, they're probably selling Mingueta, but that's not going to get you. Yeah. Uh, I, I think they're loaning Mingget to Spurs. This uh, time, not Spurs, no. Longley, Longley is the one who's Longley. Yeah. Spurs, Both are the ones who did. I read somewhere. I read somewhere that like uh, by selling that ten percent rights, they are only allowed to register a couple of players. They're yeah, they still have free. players like Christensen yeah. and Frankie, uh, Frank Kessie. Kessie, because Kessie, Christensen, uh, and even Aspeliqueta maybe. But they still want to sign Marcos Alonso. They want to sign Marcos Alonso. They want to sign, you know, but Lewandowski. They want to sign. uh rafinha i mean where is the money coming from and it's they are still they, they actually did offer 60 million to leeds just that it, it, it's an installment whereas yeah, chelsea yeah. offer me they actually have paid the first installment for uh, ferran torres right yeah exactly yeah, so the first installment for ferran exactly. torres and 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 the, and the and the he who shall not be named deal is also apparently going to be an installment so like i don't know yeah. that's coming from but anyway but i want to keep an eye on i guess so installment won't be a problem if if you ask them to pay like 20 or millions per year that's probably easy the and and you know uh, ferran torres they are paying to manchester city they are in no need of money up front right yeah uh, leeds on the ha- other hand is a different case 
they want some and and like chelsea's offer was 50 uh, million 55 million up front and then there are add-ons whereas uh, barcelona's offer is more uh, in in you know that that 60 million that they are trying to match is more uh, with yeah. add-ons than upfront payment which mm-hmm. these are not accepting because they 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 need the money they need to build their squad right? they are not manchester city or a chelsea but they offered like 10 million upfront and 50 million in yeah some some something like that something like that yeah, yeah. so, so pretty bad definitely not so what's happening with uh, adama traore was he that's on loan no, that no i think deal he's going to come back to wolves they are yeah, not going to yeah he's already back he is not they're not signing they, they don't, yeah. I mean, they, yeah, it, it is a weird one. They already sent so many strikers. Even Luke De Jong was signed on loan and now he's gone back. Uh, Griezmann, um, another player who was loaned out, Atletico wanted to return him back. Barcelona said no. So they have to keep him because Barcelona can't pay his wages. So Atletico have to keep him on for the second year um, just for that. So anyway, that, those are things that are happening. Uh, let's talk about again, continuing with Chelsea. Um, Gold, Sterling and Ake, both linked with Chelsea, double deal. Um, now, it's uh, just one that with, uh, with Sterling, of course, looks like it's almost done. 35 million plus, I think, 10 million in add-on, something like that. So 45 million pounds, I think, is the total deal. Um, Ake as well, 45 million pounds. I think 45 million pounds for, for Ake is daylight robbery by City, to be honest. But uh, nonetheless, that's just my opinion. Um, do you think both of them should be sold by Chelsea or do you think, oh, sorry, by City? Or do you think they, sh- they might want to keep uh, Ake maybe? or, or Actually, uh, Roita, just I read just uh, reports by Simon, who was like, basically the official correspondent from our clubs and he has said just said that uh, city are not going to accept any offer below 50 million pounds for ak what? and no deal no deal has been actually accepted for sterling yet okay so basically they are in talks but uh, no deal has been accepted and city are expecting at least 45 million which they accepted for jesus as well 45 million for sterling for Sterling, yeah. Okay. And uh, Newcastle actually uh, approached us for uh, RK as well, and City said, like, uh, 50 million is the least. That that's okay. That's that's Middle East rivalry. So that's okay. That's probably why they did that. Uh, hopefully, Chelsea might get a bit of an American discount. No, yeah. so I, I think I agree with that news. They are definitely looking for 50 million with RK. With, yeah. with, uh, and they uh, also have. As far as Sterling is they, concerned, they may be a bit more uh, amenable and and you know you, you can probably negotiate a bit more because they definitely want to let Sterling go. Yeah, but it's 50 million pounds at the right price for Ake. I think that's too much for a player who's a bench player and essentially for City. Yeah, but you know, they definitely will they not take a loss. Bench once, okay, that is the thing. But they signed him for 35 million. So even if they get 45 million, that's uh, that's a profit. Yeah, signed, I think we signed, signed him for 42, Phillips, 42, 42, 50 million, 42 million, yeah, 40 odd million for Ake. Wow. Okay. Plus his plus know. his homegrown as well, right? So that uh, yeah. so know, that you know, that's also a value. Where is where is Van Hal when you need him to tell Ake that to pull some over, otherwise he won't be playing <laughs> in the World Cup. That's yeah, so, so, the, so the latest news is that the city have told Chelsea that uh, you know fifty million is the least that would accept, and we will need a replacement. So that is not going to happen. That yeah, they also need a replacement. replacement. So Ake, they are not really that. Interested on in selling. selling, or you know, it's it's more like if if you get good money, yeah, I'd let him go. But it's not really uh, something that they must do right now. Whereas Sterling is something that they are keen on selling. Right? So that's where Sterling is. I think because uh, he's in the last year of his contract as well. Yeah. Right? Yeah, he's relatively cheaper than anyone else. But Ake is somewhere that the, the, uh, City would be very happy to keep if he stays. To be honest, Rohit, I have said this before as well that I want Sterling to stay. I think he's the only pacey winger and you know kind of player who wants to you know take on the defenders and yeah. only no, the type of player that we have. And I think he plays. He is mostly at his best when he's playing alongside a you know proper striker. He was really good when he was playing alongside Aguero. He's a super he direct player, is what I feel. You know, yeah, yeah. he can take on a player. We Chelsea, yeah. you know, really do not have anyone apart from Pulisic who is. Mm-hmm. I don't know what happened to him last season. Before that, he was really good, but he's the only one who can actually take on player. Callum Hudson Odoi, I think he's a fraud. <laughs> you know, uh, he's just like that guy is useless. I mean, he's still young, so. Probably I'm being. Uh, I, I think I'm definitely being a lot of lot harsh here. Uh, calling him a maybe the system. He's just been today. He's just been <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> he's definitely. I'll take that. 
uh, alongside Rodrik in a double pivot. Yeah. Oh. It gives them options. Right. Yeah. I mean, they can use yeah. him, um, and of course, when when they want to, that's true. Yeah. yeah that's the problem, bro. Yeah. Discussing City's players before the season even starts. You know, you don't know what Pep is going to do halfway through the season as well with his players. Yeah. No, Kinda that's true. like a. Well, but it's always good to options. It's always good yeah. to options. Yeah, yeah. I think he has amazing options again now. Yes, I do farmers, think fifty fifty yeah. million sounds. I mean, it's an English tax. It's an English place. Fifty million sounds yeah. like a good deal. I think that's just the way it is. But it's interesting that Pep is now signing a lot of English players as well. I think I think that's something. Yeah, it's like big I, money. Um, yeah, which he wasn't doing a lot before, but he's doing that now. So maybe that's a sign. The times. Um, but giving back to the Ronaldo thing, as Inishiel brought that up. So I mean, the, I don't know what discussion happened while I was off screen, and um, and I don't know if it got captured anyway for the video. Um, but I was. I mean, to me. I, if he wants to leave, that's fine. Like I would say, you know what? If you want to leave, go ahead. Uh, you know, I think it's it's fair enough for him. Uh, I don't think he needs to be playing in the Europa League. I, I don't think anything, anybody could begrudge him for that. I mean, at the end of the day, you get an offer. You only you only has a year, year, maybe two left at the top at most. I don't think he's got a lot of time left. And United are not going to win anything in the next two years at least. So there's no point. Like I mean, for me, I think it's yeah, it's fine. You can go. But again, the question comes back to who can afford him. Because but with Ronaldo, can... you can maybe challenge for Europa League this year. And if you were to finish outside top four, Europa League maybe becomes a good chance to get into. Does he want? League. But does he want that? Does, the, the question is: Does he want? Does he see? I mean, for me, it's, I, I I still see the Europa League as a good trophy to win. I know people kind of trophy, yeah. but I do see that as a good trophy to win. Does he see as that? As a football fan, we know that. that. Oh, so important <laughs> to win Europa League trophy sometimes. Yeah, sometimes. Sometimes it's good to win it. Sometimes, no, no. But, but the point is, that does he want that? Does he? Does he feel that that's a good use of his season? Um, and, and, and maybe, you know, maybe he feels like this could be his, you know, last year at the top. He probably he is. I mean, like he's going to retire. He could be moving to the MLS or something like that. Yeah, I mean, he's going to retire from Portugal at the end of the year. I think the World Cup will be his last, so I don't think he's going to play beyond that. So I think he might want to keep himself in top condition by playing in the Champions League. Um, as opposed to, but anyway, that, I mean, that's a question there. The question, of course, is who's going to sign him. City are not going to do it. Um, Nishikan doesn't want him at Chelsea. Um, well, are Arsenal or Spurs going to do that? Liverpool is definitely not going to happen. Uh, um, he's yet to go to the Bundesliga, right? Yeah, but Bayern have already said no. Bayern have said no already no. to him, so okay. they, uh, they don't want him. His price, his wages are too high. They only send money anyway, so I don't think they need him. Um, and then you've got Real, don't need him. He won't go to Barcelona. And then that just leaves you said, yeah, doesn't it? Um, would you want to go back? To, I mean, again, Inter, AC Milan, AC Milan don't need him. Inter Milan don't need him. Uh, Juventus are not going to take him back. So there's not a lot of options left after that. I mean, like to be much claiming. So I, I, I don't see. I can see him wanting to leave. I just don't see where he's going to go. PSG might have been PSG, an option. Messi, but Ronaldo he, together. Yeah, that, that would have been a bad dream for dream for people in it to have Messi and Ronaldo together. But but these days we all know it's not Messi who calls the shots. Now it's Mbappe. And if Mbappe but, doesn't want him there, he's not going to be there. So Mbappe seems to be Ronaldo's fan. Yeah, he probably is. But then again, the question is, you know, then you have to get rid of Neymar first. They're going to have trouble getting rid of. Hey, Neymar. I think they probably would get rid of Neymar. But again, where does Neymar go? Right, again, uh, the question comes. Let to me the let me give you a news. Uh, uh, there's this guy on a Blue Moon forum. He like who first went to break a lot of news. He was is he an ITK? Kind of an ITK who says he works for the club. He was the first one to break the Bernardo Silva news. He was the first one to break, uh, I think, uh, uh, one other news I was forgetting. He's basically reporting since the last couple of days that uh, City are selling all these players because they are going to sign a Big big name, and he's saying it's going to be Neymar. I don't know how true it is. Yeah, City are probably the saying, only club who can afford his wages. Yeah, this point, I think it's that, uh, Yeah, yeah, they are going to go after Neymar. I so don't know how season, to. Barca can't afford him. This season, yeah, yeah Barcelona season. can't afford. Him. He would want to go to Barcelona, but they can't yeah. afford him. Yeah, so it's only City, I guess, it's only the option. You know, when uh, Delft signed a new contract at Aston Villa, and he said that he's going to stay at. Uh, Aston Villa and the next season he moved, next day he moved to City. Fabian Delph, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, Fabian Delph. And yeah. he was the first one to say the next day that the uh, guy stay calm, he's going now, to move to City and now, he was now, I mean, got a lot of Now, the question here, of course, is that, I mean, I don't know, we're already running out of time, we've gone way over time, so I hope you guys are okay to stay a little bit longer. So this, is an, this is an interesting question for me. If you sign Neymar, what does that mean for Jack Grealish? Why did you spend a hundred million on Jack Grealish? Because, <laughs> and, and because then, because not, because he played, they both play on the left wing, right? And then we've also got Phil Foden, who also plays on the left wing, although he can yeah. probably play as a false nine. Foden can probably play as a number false 10. Nine. As well. 
Yeah, yeah I mean, they, but they, they could play the false nine. Then you sign Haaland, so I think the false nine era is over. That rumor is actually that uh, Grealish. Uh, they, they have a 50 million backup in Calvin Phillips. Why not 100 million? <laughs> <laughs> there are actually rumors that uh, Grealish is going to be moved into the uh, midfield this season. Like Pep initially signed him to you know play in that uh, midfield role alongside. Uh, so then, so, 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 so should be a hundred million backup midfielder instead of a hundred million backup yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. Well, that makes sense. Yeah, so yeah, then it's one hundred fifty million. To be honest, I'm still taking game. that as a you know, not a bring, of salt, but uh, I don't no, know how to Champions it is. League game. Ah, sorry. Uh, some other game in Premier League. They needed a goal. It was like last five ten minutes. They did not bring on. Uh, really. So yeah, that tells you how much Guardiola rates. Well, I mean, it's interesting. I, I, yeah. Sorry, Ratnesh, go ahead. Yeah, I just wanted to mention. Are you guys seeing the, the the number of players that are available on the left side than the right side? There are millions of names that you can pick out to play on the left side of the pitch. It's because then there's hardly. Um, it's because the yeah. wingers are you know very far yeah. between. To be honest, there yeah, are some right-footed wingers now. Yeah, I mean, like players like Rafinha, Ziyech, Rafinha who's a right-footed winger but plays as a right winger. Then you have Ziyech. But like traditionally, so right, there's a position Mahrez. for left-footed players like ZH and Mahrez, and they are very few and far in between right now. Salah, is is nobody, that is why Salah I think is. Liverpool didn't want to lose Salah in that, for that huh. regard. I mean, what I'm saying is Salah is an inside forward as well, right? Like he's also but yeah, there's no one else who can play that side, be a winger or a left-sided player. It used to always be the case that you didn't have I think a even Perisic is a right-winger. Yeah. It's more of a wing-back right now, Perisic. Perisic these days is more of a wing-back, yeah. yeah. It's more, I think, there was always a dearth of left-footed players. The thing is, because of the inverted winger craze nowadays, most left, most managers yeah. don't even like playing right-footed wingers on the right-hand side, just like Sancho. Uh, but I He's a right-footed Sane right winger, was... but he was playing on the left. So Lirai Sane was someone I really adored, you know, playing on the left with the left foot. Yeah. Sane was actually Sane actually uh, uh, in his Schalke days played on his on the right wing itself. And even now, right Pep, yeah, but Pep uh, when he right. signed him, yeah, when we signed him, so he started playing on the left, and Sterling started playing on the right. Yeah. So well, they basically exchanged positions. Yeah, Sane. Um, but Sane, I think this has uh, mostly started because uh, you know we have fullbacks right now who like to bombard you know further up the pitch. Uh, so yeah, I don't think we so have they, fingers they that like to come inside. It doesn't matter where you play. Everyone score goals. Everyone City, right? Goals. Yeah, I know. That's so fucking annoying. But anyway. That's like total football. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, anyway, that's an interesting one to give a name out to City by the scoop here. In case in case that happens, you heard it here first. That's right. You heard it here <laughs> first. That's what we you heard it here first. I don't think anybody has broken that news yet anywhere. So um, yeah, that that would that'd be interesting if that happened. Um, let's talk about final. The final thing that I'm gonna talk about is Arsenal. Um, so that's uh, a problem for them. They lost. Uh, they lost out on Rafinha. Maybe they might have lost out to Chelsea. Might ease the blow a little bit if they lose him to Barcelona. Then they'll be like, yeah, well, that's okay. You wanted to go to Barcelona with Chelsea, um, but they might also do the Sandro Martinez. Uh, and uh, I mean, uh, Bob, we'll start with you uh, on this one, Nishikant. Um, it's a it's a problem for Arsenal. Do you think that uh, is is that an Arteta problem? Is that a financial problem that they're not able to get these deals over the line and players that clearly they're interested in? Like Rafinha? Like Rafinha, Alessandro Martinez as well now, um, you know, who's at Ajax well, and who's uh, yeah. looking like he's going to move to Man United. Uh, maybe, because I, I don't know yet. But uh, do you think that's, that's it's a concern for Arsenal? Maybe it's a financial concern. I don't know if it's a financial thing, if it's an Arteta thing, but they're not able to get these deals over the line. Uh, I'm not sure if it's an Arteta thing. Right? It probably comes down to how much money they want to spend. Because they signed Gabriel Jesus. They signed... Uh, the midfielder who's that Fabri or Vieira, Fabio Vieira. Yeah. So they signed them. They signed these two players who are good players, right? They needed those. They have addressed those situations. Uh, they could have done with Rafinha, but, you know, I don't think, you know, even if let's say Chelsea wouldn't have uh, agreed a deal and had it been Arsenal, they would have been in the same situation that Chelsea are right now because player wants to join Barcelona. So I'm not sure that would have made any difference to begin with, right? Obviously, if you uh, you know look at it and you know if you if you say that if if a player is being called by let's say a Pep Guardiola and Arteta, whom would he choose? He'd probably choose Pep Guardiola, but that might be true for any other manager in comparison to Pep Guardiola. So I, I'm I'm not going to say that it's a 
it's because Arteta is a bad manager. No, that but but would somebody choose Xavi over Arteta? I mean, Xavi is probably more. Well, you know, they would choose Barcelona over Arsenal yeah. in that case, right? It may not be Xavi versus Arteta. It would be, and 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 for uh, to be honest, uh, it could be Xavi over Arteta because Xavi is a legend of the game. You know, uh, from a player perspective, if if you know p- people chose Zidane. You know, uh, when when Zidane was there, I mean, let's see, uh, you know, yeah, Hazard said, "I I would my ideal is Zidane." You know, that that was before he had won any Champions League and things uh, with Real Madrid. So because he was Zidane, that same same way he's Xavi, right? Arteta was an average player, right? So uh, you know, obviously they could choose, but I think it more be between Barcelona and Arsenal at that point in time. But I, I think it's more down to the fact how Arsenal want to spend money, right? They have a budget. They have a Arsenal have never been a free flow sp- uh, spender. Uh, people used to uh, blame Wenger for that, but it had always been the board. They didn't want, never wanted to be a free flow spender like a Chelsea or a City Chelsea of the past. And City and, and Manchester United for even Man, Man United for that matter. So they don't have that kind of financial cloud. So I think what they are doing, they're doing well. The players they signed, even last season, Ben White, uh, Ramsdale, they did really well for Arsenal. They really oh, Arteta really, you know, found the players that he wanted to, and they did really well. Uh, in his, they they have done really well in his system, and I, I don't see that changing. So definitely, and now he has gone Gabriel Jesus, who's a good player in my opinion. He's a uh, you know a pretty good player, pretty good forward. Uh, they have signed Vieira again, and now obviously they are looking for other players like the Charles, uh, like Rafinha and others, uh, Martinez uh, for that matter. Some would pan out, some wouldn't pan out. But what I really feel is that Arteta really knows the profile of the player that he wants. And then it comes down to the board. How much do I need to pay for that particular profile? And they would obviously choose what fits in their budget, right? They don't have an open coffer like other clubs that I uh, you know, named before. So uh, that, that, that has to be uh, taken into account. But I think Arsenal are really doing well. Uh, you know, this season in terms of Arteta is really doing well, identifying people that he can, that would fit his profile within a certain budget and then get the best out of those players. That's very positive. Um, Ratnish, uh, we'll conclude with you. The, the player that now is being linked is uh, Yuri Tillemans from Leicester uh, for Arsenal. Um, that's a good deal for them to do. I mean, do you think he's the sort of player that uh, Arsenal should be looking at? Yeah, sure. Why not? I mean, they have uh, Partey to sit at the back with uh, Zaka and Tillemans can, you know, go forward. Maybe Odegaard on the bench can come in. And Tillemans will bring a lot of experience into the team. It's a very young team right now. And someone with Partey should be there to hold that that grit in the midfield. I think Tillemans will bring that box-to-box feel as well. While Partey can control the game from the back with Zaka controlling some channels here and there. I think Tillemans will be a great addition. Yeah, maybe, right. he's yeah, <laughs> maybe he's the Zaka replacement. I think he might be the Zaka replacement. Um, maybe you start with those two and then you play Odegaard up front as a number 10. Um, Having a left footed midfielder is also a great asset, I feel, sometimes. You know, someone who can play balls through his left feet, left foot. Uh, it's an, it's really good to have someone like that. And plus, uh, Tillemans has long range shots on him. So the way Arsenal play, they can they are also looking to now break down teams who are going to sit back while Arsenal start playing mm-hmm. position football. So I think Taylormans can is someone who can start breaking down teams like that. They already have uh, Emil Smith Rowe and Odegaard in the team who can do that. But they're all learning the trade right now, and maybe going for someone who's a little bit experienced is a very good choice to have. Yeah. And Taylormans should go to Arsenal if he gets the opportunity to do that. Yeah, let's see if Arsenal can get that deal over the line. I'm sure they can. That's a bit of a cheaper deal to do. But I saw a lot of you in there. I'm sure many people probably, it's been a long video. <laughs> and probably it has been a little bit, uh, I mean, we had a few challenges with the video. But uh, hopefully you enjoyed it. Uh, we had a big scoop of Neymar. 
Um, which, uh, yeah, if that happens, we'll probably, I, I'll probably mention it on the show, yeah, that we heard it here first, Neymar to Manchester City is quite possible. But uh, thank you so much, Nishikan. Thank you so much, Gaurav. And Ratnesh, thank you so much as well for joining the show. So it's a pleasure to have you guys and this, to discuss football. I think, I think this has been one of our better advanced for shows. Uh, they've done because we had a lot of discussion. I think the window is heating up. It's now open. The things that are happening, things are moving, and uh, we want to watch and see how it goes. So thank you guys for sharing your opinions. If you enjoyed this video, do remember to like it, share it as well, um, you know, and uh, share your comments. What did you think about? Do you think about some of the transfer deals that have happened, some of the transfer deals that are possibly happening? Uh, do you think certain players are overpriced, price, price, whatever? Let us know in the comment section. Uh, thank you so much for watching. Have a good day or night. Also remember to subscribe to our channel on YouTube. Follow us on Facebook as well. Uh, we'll try to do more content. I know I always say this, but I'll try to do more content. Uh, and of course, we'll keep an eye on, on the big deals as they break. So we'll try to uh, bring reactions for that as well. Thank you so much for watching. Take care. Have a good day all night. And we'll see you again soon. Bye.